Evolution Hour podcast coming your way, guys. We're doing another episode here. Uh, Steve Smee here and Rick in the house. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, Steve? What's up, guys? How's everybody doing out there? All right, guys. So this is going to be number 314. So we're s- speeding right along. This time we're going to do Clomid. The last episode, 312, we talked about Novadex. This time we're going to be Clomid. Um, Clomid is very similar to Novadex in, the, in that they're both selective estrogen receptor modulators. So we're going to talk about the, some of the differences between them. Clomid, um, that's a trade name for clomiphene citrate. It's in the same grouping as Novadex, which is tamoxifen citrate. And with Clomid, it is the most widely prescribed drug for ovulation induction, which is useful for those who are infertile. There are studies that have shown pregnancy rate of 5.6% per cycle with Clomid treatment versus 1.3% without. So Clomid is a very inexpensive and excellent fertility drugs for females. Now, we've also seen in recent years, there was an Egyptian study that showed men who took Clomid with vitamin E actually had a fertility boost. And that's actually the, the only um, concoction, the only mix that we know of for male fertility that a study actually showed work. There's a lot of off-label things that people use for fertility. There's a lot of herbs out there. There's ACG. There's other things like that. There's HMG. But Clomid with vitamin E is the only one shown in actual legitimate studies to show a boost in fertility in men. So the, uh, uh, the medical reason, guys, um, historically, Clomid has been used for females to help with their infrequent, infrequent menstruation. Um, so basically in 89, a patent, a patent was awarded to Yale University Medical Researches to predict fertility in women with the help of clomiphene citrate, Clomid. So, you know, that's pretty much the medical use for it. Now, Rick, you're going to talk about the history of Clomid and get a little bit more into it. So tell us a little Yeah, so uh, Clomid was developed around the mid-1950s. It was developed as a drug to help a women kind of stabilize their period when women weren't having a period, you know, within 35 days. But as the drug started to be used for that purpose, researchers realized that women were ovulating whenever they got the drug. And so later on, it became available commercially as a fertility drug to help women ovulate. Over time, bodybuilders began to, to use the drug uh, around the same time that Novadex was adopted into use. Uh, Clomiphene was also being used. Now, they're both estrogen receptor modulators, which means that they're going to attach to estrogen receptors, both Novadex and Clomid, right? Now, when Steve and I are on the podcast, just because we want to try to simplify the podcast, right? Because this is a podcast for users, not chemists. We just talk about estrogen receptors or androgen receptors, but there are different types of estrogen receptors and different types of androgen receptors. The type of estrogen receptors that are abundant on the glands under your nipples are a different type of estrogen receptors that are more abundant in your brain. And this is where the difference between a selective estrogen receptor like Clomid and, and tamoxifen, this is where the main difference comes in. Clomid works by actually acting as an antagonist. They're both selective estrogen receptor modulators. And when it comes to tamoxifen, Novadex, that we discussed on podcast 312, 
it will attach mainly to the receptors, the estrogen receptors on the glands under your nipples. Clomid, on the other hand, it attaches to the estrogen receptors in your brain, the hippocampus, and it blocks the high estrogen in your system that would be there from the higher steroid levels. It blocks it from creating the feedback. And so it causes more release of GNRH by the hypothalamus. This is, I should probably, this is probably later in this episode. Um, so, so they both work on, on different uh, parts of the body. Uh, this is why Clomid is known to help your testicles get back to size and help gym production grow again. While tamoxifen, on the other hand, is not really known to help your, your testicles recover or, or your LH or FSH levels to rise. It's mainly known for preventing, est- uh, preventing gynecomastia, but they're both selective estrogen receptors. It's, uh, they, they prefer different types of estrogen receptors. And, uh, and that's it, man. That's all, uh, that's all in the history for uh, Clomid and that's it. All right, guys. So why are we talking about Clomid on this episode? Why even talk about it? Why do bodybuilders even use it? So I'll tell you why. So male bodybuilders who cycle anabolic steroids, they'll use Clomid mostly during PCT. And the reason for that is because when you're on anabolic steroids, your pituitary glands get shut down. So when you cough, you want to run a PCT to give yourself a soft landing. So Clomid does a really good job because it is a serum of blocking estrogen from feedbacking back to the pituitary gland. So it's going to manipulate the pituitary glands, cause them to start producing LH, which is lotizing hormone. And that will stimulate your lytic cells into producing testosterone and then it would and then it will try to feed back to the pituitary glands but it's blocked so it kind of gives this manipulation of your hbta to get your hormones going to kind of um get it's like getting the train going okay from a stop you get the train going you train get the momentum going and then when you come off this pct your body takes over from there and recovers on its own hopefully so that's why we use Clomid during post-cycle therapy. And a lot of people like to use both Clomid and Novadex together in PCT to kind of give it a li- nice little sy- synergy. Um, now, another way that guys may use Clomid too is if they run into gynecomastia problems, bitch tits. So if you ever get those, um, you ever see those guys with those like baloney tits, you, you know what I'm talking about, like in New York, Rick, a uh, bunch of those guys with those big floppy baloney tits walking around. Um, so (laughs) basically in those situations, you can use Clomid in conjunction with an anti-gynecomastia stack. Letrozole is commonly used, something with Letrozole, Novadex, or Clomid, or both, or all three together. And that's a really, really good potent anti-gyno stack to kind of work on that gyno and get rid of that gyno tamoxifen is much better though for that for that use right wouldn't you agree that tamoxifen is the better selective estrogen receptor modulator for for anti uh, anti gyno if you're talking about that specifically i put my clients on letro and novadex yes um but some people really do like the clomid for this as well but i'd always use a letrozole Clomid is actually so good when it comes to boosting testosterone levels. 
when you're uh, when you're inside doping agency, the WADA actually lists it as illegally an illegal substance. So if you use clomid and you get tested, you will get busted for it. So it does have a really really good effect of it. But here's the thing, guys, and I talk, talk to guys all the time. Only your body can truly recover. So these drugs that you throw out your body in PCT. They have an effect at giving you a soft laning, but they are not, you can't just take a bunch of Clomid and magically like restart your HPTA if your HPTA is dead. So if you've been on TRT for five years and you're like, hmm, I want to come off TRT, I'm just going to throw a bunch of Clomid at my system, it's not going to end well. Um, you may get an initial response where that Clomid is manipulating your pituitary glands, you're creating those hormones, you're creating the LH, the FSH. The, um, in the HPTA and your lytic cells are being stimulated. But then when you stop taking the Clomid, which we, you will have to do, everything's just going to come crashing down and you're going to be right back to square one. So that's the issue with it. So you don't want to get yourself shut down too much in the first place. That's why it's important to keep your cycles smart and conservative and make sure you spend at least half the year off a cycle. So you uh, keep your HPTA healthy. And yeah, for you guys that just want to do a little bit more research on, on the actual uh, sequence here, Clomid works by causing uh, the release of GnRH by the hypothalamus, which then subsequently causes the release of gonotropin hormones from the anterior pituitary. And the uh, gonotropin hormones are named for FSH and LH. So that's kind of how, how, how it works. It, it, it basically creates the release of the hormone that stimulates the anterior pituitary to release LH and FSH. And kind of the way it does that is, is pretty much high estrogen levels are detected by the brain. And so the brain shuts down production of G and RH, which is what causes the production of LSH and LH. When Clomid gets to that part of the brain and it sits on those estrogen receptors, it blocks real estrogen from hitting those receptors in the brain. And so those cells in the brain that would normally detect the estrogen spike now can't because Clomid is there blocking the estrogen out of those receptors. And so by blocking the brain from realizing, from sensing the high estrogen levels, the brain continues to release normal levels of GnRH and which in turn causes your pituitary to release LSH and LH. That is the way Clomid or the selective estrogen receptor effects of Clomid work to actually help you get your nuts getting bigger. And again, we all know LH and FSH are the two hormones that stimulate the Leydig cells in your testicles to produce testosterone. We discussed that at length in podcast 312. All right, guys. So all this sounds really fine and dandy, right? But why not just take Clomid instead of taking testosterone? Well, guys, the bottom line is Clomid is not a hormone so if you take clomid you're not going to get strong you're not going to build muscle you know it's gonna it, let's say hypothetically you had like semi-low testosterone levels and you took clomid would your testosterone levels go up yes it probably would because you're pushing your pituitary gland you're manipulating your pituitary glands into producing more hormone not a but lot at the end of the day, you're not getting an androgen yeah not a lot but that's unless not, you're suppressed to see that even in that case though the, the idea behind anabolic steroids is they're androgenic, they're anabolic, okay? They cause that hormonal effect in the body. If you have so no just boosting your testosterone, go ahead. 
if you have normal testosterone levels, uh, taking Clomid ain't going to do that much. If you're suppressed from having been on a steroid cycle and you take Clomid, it'll bring you up high. I mean, it'll get you up to normal, maybe a slightly above normal. But if you're already producing at normal and you put Clomid on top of that, you, you don't, don't spec much. Don't, it's not like taking a, a big testosterone booster. It just doesn't work that way. And that's exactly why we used it in post-cycle therapy because you're trying to bring it up. You're trying to give yourself a soft landing. But again, you're not going to get stronger taking Clomid. You're not going to build muscle. You're not going to turn into a bodybuilder by taking Clomid. You have to use analog steroids. So no, a lot of guys ask this question. You cannot just take Clomid year-round and you boost it. Like there's some doctors out there that actually are doing this, to, to some anti-aging clinics. They actually put their customers on Clomid. Um, and that's, that's really, um, you know, not something you want to do. If you – if you go to an anti-aging clinic and they want to put you on Clomid, run. Don't walk, but run away because they really don't understand what they're doing. Um, so, again, Clomid is not a hormone. It's not an anabolic steroid. It is a serum. It is a drug. So taking a drug year-round that's going to manipulate your HBTA temporarily is not the way you want to do it. So, um that kind of solves that. Now, another thing too that guys do on Clomid that is incorrect is they run Clomid too much. And I can remember back on the forums when I first started getting on the forums years ago, many, many years ago. And Ricky, you know this too. Guys used to recommend taking 200, 300 milligrams a day of Clomid. Um, they'd be like, oh yeah, you know, take it. You know, it's going to throw, it's going to restart your HPTA and all this stuff. Guys, I mean, throwing drugs at your system never ends well. You know that. So now all that bro science that guys have been following, now you hear horror stories and you can Google this. Just Google Clomid made me feel like a bitch. Clomid made me depressed. Clomid makes me moody. Yeah, because you're overdosing it. So if you run those types of dosages, you're going to feel like shit. I've run Clomid as high as 50, 75, 100 milligrams a day. I was a weepy bitch on the stuff. So what's, why would you want to feel like that during post-cycle therapy? It doesn't make any sense. Guys, these are powerful prescription drugs. You don't need to overdose them. They have long half-lives, many, many days half-lives, okay? They're going to be in your system. They're going to build up in your system. You don't need to overdose them. I swear to God, you can take 12 and a half or 25 milligrams every other day, and it's going to give you excellent results during PCT. You do not have to run 50, 100, 200, 300 milligrams a day. So anyone who's still pushing that, always, always, 100% of the time, they're always guys that failed on PCT and now they're on TRT and they're giving PCT advice. So their idea of PCT is just throw drugs at your body. And that never works for anything, just throwing drugs at your body. It never, ever ends well because you're going to feel like crap during PCT. And you don't need to feel like crap on the PCT. You want to feel good on PCT. So run the Clomid correctly at a correct dosage. And you also should be stacking a strong, natural testosterone booster. I recommend N2 Generate ES Extra Strength. 
because it contains herbs that are going to boost your mood. They're going to boost your LH. They're going to boost your testosterone. They're going to boost your libido. They're going to boost your mood. They're going to reverse depression. They're going to help you in the gym and it's going to help you in the bedroom. So any side effect that you get from the Clomid is going to be offset. So you always need to run the N2 Generate ES or N2 Generate Classic with the Clomid. That is the secret to not having these negative side effects with Clomid. Rick, have you ever run Clomid and had these problems? Yeah, from the start. From the very first uh, time that I ran Clomid, I realized how moody and, and how weird I felt on it. It was one of the reasons that really early on, before I even, before I even knew I was going to have a supplement company, I'd use Tribulus with the Clomid and noticed a, a difference right away. And then later on, as time went on, I added other herbs and I've told the story before. It later became HG Generate, now N2 Generate. Just a combination of herbs that I use to not only help me feel good while I'm the Clomid, feel strong and motivated, but also allowed me to drop my Clomid dosage a bit and allowed me to just not even need to include HCG anymore because the HG Generate, the herbals are so powerful. And yeah, these herbs really, really do affect your fertility and your libido and your testosterone production. Even without Clomid, you can grow your nuts back from suppression with just the HG Generate alone. And look, it's a big, big bottle. Um, you're taking just over, over three grams per day of combined ingredients to get the effects you would get from, you know, one tab, a 50 meg, meg tab of Clomid, right? And you're taking 3,000 something milligrams to get the effect of 50 milligrams. But that is just what you have to do when you go with herbals and, and extracts. You have to take a big amount to get the, the good extract that's in there. And yeah, uh, I would just, uh, I would never take Clomid without the HG Generate or the N2 Generate nowadays. It, it, they just go together and you just feel much better on mood and they just make a, a good combination. Uh, I'm not the only guy that does this. If you guys go on the forums, search it out. This is pretty much the way everybody runs Clomid now is with the herbals, with HG Generate with it. All right, guys, so another question is how long should I run the Clomid and PCT? It's a really good question. And to be honest with you, it depends how long you run your cycle. Now, one of the things we've noticed, I've looked at thousands of blood work over the years. One of the things I've noticed, and it's absolutely true, is that the more steroids you run and the longer you run them, the longer it's going to take you to recover. So really, I would think that, let's say you ran an average cycle, 10 to 12 weeks, I would be running Clomid two weeks after your last injection if it's a long ester. And then I would do four to six weeks of the Clomid with the N2 Generate. And then I would come off the Clomid and then continue the N2 Generate for another four to six weeks. So, and then your body is going to recover while, that, while that, that N2 Generate is in your system and then while that Clomid is coming out of your system. So you want your body to pick up from there. The Clomid's going to kind of give it a soft landing. It's a kind of a cheat. So it's like cheating on a test, but then one day that, that you're cheating off of that's sitting next to you doesn't show up, so now you got to do it all on your own. So that's why we take the N2 Generate after we stop the Clomid so to continue. So you're doing a 12-week cycle, six-week PCT with the Clomid and the N2 Generate, and then another six weeks with the N2 Generate. So it's time on, time off, works perfectly. You can add some other stuff to your PCT if you wish. Never use ACG and PCT. Um, you can add cartering. You can add Nutribol. You can, you can add a little bit of all Osterine. Those aren't suppressive at low dosages. 
Um, you can add the SR9009. It's not a hormone, just like the Cardi and Nutribol. It's not going to affect your hormones at all. Um, you can add Intugard during PCT. That's going to help cleanse your body during PCT. It's going to um, make. It's going to help you um, with your health. It's going to help you keep your muscle. It's going to help you get feel better. Everything. It's all runs in a circle, guys. So. That's the way I recommend running a PCT. If you're running a short cycle, like a, like an oral only cycle or a SARM cycle, you can run the clomid at a really, really low dose. Three to four weeks, that's it with your N2 Generate. That should be plenty. That's a mini PCT, we call it. Now, if you're running a really, really long cycle, like 16 weeks, 18 weeks, I don't recommend ever exceeding 12 weeks on a cycle, guys. But let's say you did. Okay, and you're in a situation right now, and you're listening to this, you're like, oh my God, what do I do? You need a long PCT. You need to stretch out that PCT. So I would do eight weeks of the Clomid N2 Generate, then another eight weeks of the N2 Generate. So you got, you got time off, time, time on, um, and that would work. That would give you the best chance to recover. But once you're, once you're past 12, it's like taking your RPMs of your car into that red area. Um, and you, you could damage that engine and just imagine your HPTA is an engine and you damage it too bad. It, it may never, may never come back. And then you take it to the auto mechanic and he's like, Oh, it's going to cost you $5,000 to fix. So you don't want to put yourself in, in that situation. Anything else you want to add Rick to what I said? Yeah, I just, you think you just about covered it. Look, the main thing is I just don't want to see anybody out there trying to be silly and trying to take Clomid as a testosterone booster. Don't take Clomid when you're natty. That's silly. Uh, it is banned by WADA and by pretty much any organized sport that has tested has banned Clomid. I'm not, I, wouldn't th I don't think that it's because it's so effective on its own. It's really because if you're taking Clomid and you're a man, those are signs that you're probably taking steroids or other drugs. So it's like, in a, like if you're taking Clomid, why? It not, it's not performance enhancing on its own. It just means that you were probably just got, you were just on steroids. So it's the reason why it's banned. I wouldn't take it on its own. Um, when you do take it, make sure you take it with and to generate HC generate. If you don't want to buy my product, just at least get the tribulus. The tribulus will make a really good difference. Make sure it's, it's good, high quality tribulus, like the one we put in HC generate. Make sure you're getting at least 500 milligrams of good quality tribulus per day. And that'll, that'll help with, with some of those uh, depressing feelings and, and sadness and shit that people feel on Clomid. It's just making sure that, making sure that you get in the, that tribulus. Uh, but and to generate, HC generate, my formula, it has tribulus in it, along with fenugreek, LJ100. It has divanil to help keep good, high, free testosterone. And it has fedoja agrestis to help you uh, grow your nuts back and raise testosterone production. So it's really a complete formula. You should stack that next to the, next to the Clomid, guys. All right, guys, look, pretty much covers it, guys. Listen to the prior podcast as well that we did on Novadex which is podcast number 312. And that's a really good one to listen to. And if you're, you know, basically um, you can stack the clone and the Novadex at low dosages and they work really good in synergy for PCT. A lot of guys like that. But some guys prefer Novadex, some guys prefer Clomid, some guys prefer both. So you have to kind of play around with it and see which one you like better. For Steve Smee and Rick, this is another episode of Evolutionary Radio. We hope you guys learn a lot from this. We'll talk to you guys on the next episode. Have a good one, Steve. Have a good one, guys.
Guys, this is the Require Legal Disclaimer. We are only sharing our experience from years of steroid use. We are not doctors, and none of what we say should be regarded as medical advice. Always check with your doctor before taking any drugs or starting any training program.